The Amazing Adventures of Wig Girl. Chapter 11. The Truth About Harry. Charlotte knew that she should just keep walking, but curiosity was a powerful thing. I understand how it killed the cat, she thought to herself. It might just be the end of me. She stopped dead in her tracks and then slowly turned around. Okay, you have five minutes, starting now. Charlotte looked at her wrist, but she wasn't wearing a watch. You're not wearing a watch, Harry pointed out to her. Whatever. Charlotte couldn't hide the annoyance in her voice. Clearly, Harry heard it and cleared his throat. Uh, yes, um, couldn't we just go somewhere a little bit more comfortable? Charlotte shook her head and tapped her wrist impatiently. Why don't you start talking first? Okay, okay, Harry held up his hands defensively. I just wanted your advice, that's all. Why me? Well, um, I need a woman's advice, and you looked like the right woman. Why? I don't know. You reminded me of Charlotte. So that means I would help you out? Secretly, Charlotte did want to hear more, but she didn't want to let on. Well, you just looked like the same sort of person. Charlotte tapped her foot impatiently. What I'm trying to say is that maybe you would be able to help me to, uh, to, uh. Charlotte tapped her wrist again impatiently, which was having the reverse effect on Harry. Instead of speeding up, he was slowing down, fumbling for his words. To, uh, understand her. But why would I do that? I mean, you really do come off as a pervert. Why would I wish that upon this poor Charlotte person? I really like her, that's why. I know, I know I may seem strange, but I can't help it. I just get so, so nervous. Charlotte took in a deep breath and spoke slowly, as though carefully choosing each of her words. First of all, you seemed to be perfectly capable of overcoming your nerves to follow me out here and force me into this conversation, in the dark and in the middle of the sidewalk. So I don't think that your nerves are that much of a problem for you. Harry opened his mouth to speak, but Charlotte held up her hand to silence him. Let me finish. She stopped talking and paused to make sure that he would stay quiet and listen. Secondly, she began, cut out that annoying habit you have of drawing your words out. It's driving me crazy. And I'm sure anyone else who has to listen to you for more than a minute. Harry smiled. Then you'll help me. Oh, all right. You've wasted this much of my time. Why not another half hour? Thank you. Thank you so much. You don't know how much this means to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte couldn't help but feel a little bit flattered. 
although she wasn't sure why. Anyway, at least she could learn a little bit more about Harry and hopefully stop that annoying habit he had of drawing his words out like that. Harry was jumping around like an excited lapdog. There's a coffee shop over there. He pointed to a brightly lit donut shop. Or there's a more um, alternative private bistro over there. He pointed to a small cafe across the street. Charlotte twisted her mouth up in thought. She didn't want to go anywhere too romantic and give him the wrong idea. But on the other hand, she was afraid that he might recognize her under the harsh fluorescent lighting of the donut shop. I really can't drink bad coffee. She tried to sound as snooty as possible. But don't think that this means anything more than it does. Is that clear? Harry nodded his head. The bistro then, no strings attached. I get it. He pointed to his head and nodded again, as though to show her that his words really had sunk in. They walked across to the bistro. Harry held the door for Charlotte. Inside, it was warm, cozy, and thankfully, very dimly lit. Charlotte chose a small table at the back and sat down. May I take your coat? Harry held his hand out to Charlotte. No, thank you. I would prefer to keep it on for now. I'm rather hoping you're not going to take much more of my time. Yes, of course. Harry sat down and put his hands on the table. He nervously started straightening, folding, and refolding the napkin. Charlotte looked around for a clock. She still had that date tonight. The waiter caught her eye and came over. Would you like to see menus? Yes, please, Harry piped in. The waiter almost left when Charlotte spoke up. Just a coffee for me, and the time, please. The waiter looked at his watch. Five o'clock. It was early yet. So hard to tell with the days getting shorter. Still, she would have to get ready for her date tonight. Start talking. I don't have much time. Harry nodded. I know you think I'm weird. Charlotte nodded, but stayed quiet. She just wanted to hear what he had to say and didn't want to give him the opportunity to talk about anything else. Well, lots of people do. Somehow that doesn't surprise me, Charlotte said, despite herself. See, I moved to town, well, to Spooksville, actually, about six months ago. I'm a writer. He smiled and looked to see what Violet's reaction would be. She stared back at him, stone-faced. Um, yes, he cleared his throat. So she wasn't like Charlotte and going to be impressed with that fact. I started going to the library there to do some research for my next story. Actually, you see, I went every day. I take it your writing is more of a freelance thing. Yes, how did you know? You go to the library every day probably means you don't have a proper day job. How very observant. Continue. Well, there's this girl, uh, I mean woman, who works there, Charlotte. She's really pretty and quiet 
and likes to read a lot, I think. Charlotte remained silent and nodded her head to show that she was listening. I kind of took a liking to her, so I started to follow her home. Charlotte, who was just taking a sip of coffee at that moment, just about choked. You what? I know, I know it's wrong, Harry pleaded, but I just couldn't help myself. You were stalking her? No, no, I just followed her home a couple of times and hung around the block. I didn't peep into her apartment. Well, I couldn't, even if I wanted to. Her windows have pretty thick curtains. You mean you tried to look in? No, no, I just walked around a bit. I didn't mean any harm by it. I just wanted to get to know her. That's really creepy. I have to go to the police about you now. Harry looked horrified, as though he really didn't understand what he did was wrong. No! He yelled. The waiter stopped what he was doing and looked up. No. Harry brought his voice down to a terrified whisper. They'll lock me up for sure. That's probably a good thing, for sure, Charlotte whispered back. The waiter came over and eyed them suspiciously. He addressed Charlotte. Is everything okay, miss? Yes, thank you, for the moment at least. The waiter hesitated and then walked back to the counter where he had been cleaning silverware. Once again, the place was relatively empty. But it was early yet. Harry leaned in closer to Charlotte. See, I got in trouble before. For stalking some poor woman? Yes, but I didn't mean any harm. I just liked her. I get so nervous when it comes to talking to women. I don't know, Harry. That is your real name, isn't it? Harry nodded in earnest. Maybe you could show me some proof, some identification. Charlotte realized that she didn't really need this, since she had seen his address and phone number at the library. Harry fumbled in his pocket for his wallet, pulled out his driver's license, and handed it to Charlotte. She took it, and had a good look at it, and then back at Harry. The picture was definitely him. Address, Maple Street. And that sounded familiar. Charlotte did her best to commit the street name and number to memory, and then realized that that wasn't very bright. She looked over at the waiter who had been watching them. Can I borrow a pen and paper, please? The waiter came back with a pen and a small piece of notepaper. Charlotte wrote down everything from Harry's driver's license, including the license number. She inspected her work before handing it back to him. I want to know how to find you if I read in the papers that some librarian from Spooksville is dead, or worse, raped. Is that clear? Harry nodded. You misunderstand me. I don't want to harm her. I want to help her. I have news for you, Harry. Stalking falls directly into the harming category. But wait, listen. 
Let me finish, okay? Okay, Charlotte conceded. She was secretly thinking of how she was going to move apartments so that he couldn't find her. She lives a very lonely life. And you know this by following her home? I'm a writer. A writer of what? Horror stories? No, freelance. Written for anything that I might recognize? Harry looked down. Violet definitely wasn't like Charlotte. Not likely. Do you get paid for your stuff? Harry turned red. No. Should I ask any more? Harry shook his head. His hands were shaking as he raised his coffee cup to his mouth. He was exposed. He should have lied about where he had published, but he couldn't think of anything fast enough. Anyway, she probably would have figured it out. So you followed her home and realized that she was lonely. Charlotte said this as a fact. Her mind was spinning. Had he been tailing her all this time? She remembered their conversation earlier on. He said that she had a tendency to daydream. He really had been watching her. Thank God she had those super ultra-thick curtains. Charlotte couldn't help but shudder. Obviously, you followed her home a few times. Harry nodded. He had completely forgotten where he was going with all of this. But she was lonely, he insisted, although he wasn't really sure why. What business is that of yours? I wanted to help her. His voice was almost tearful, and Charlotte felt a strange twinge of pity for him. But why not just ask her out on a date or something? I did, he paused, avoiding her gaze. Eventually. You were following her for how long? Four or five months, I guess? See, I got talking to this waitress, and she was like you. Well, not so sophisticated and all, but she told me to ask her out, so I did. So you did. Harry nodded. And did you tell her the truth? Not exactly. What did you tell her? See, there's more. Charlotte couldn't stop now. She nodded encouragingly. Go on. She has such a dull life reading these trashy Delilah Winters books. Mm-hmm. And she really seemed to worship this Delilah Winters. Harry paused and looked confused. I can't remember why I wanted to tell you all of this. You wanted my advice, as I recall. Yes, but obviously you think that what I did was wrong. Charlotte didn't know what to say, but she had to find out everything he had done. Look, you've told me this much. You may as well get it all out. Who knows? Maybe you'll feel better. It didn't come out as sympathetically as she had intended, but Harry didn't seem to notice. See, 
he was on a roll. She idolized Delilah. I mean, she seemed to live through this crazy character from this bad novel. I mean, I'm no great writer, I admit. He paused, as though caught admitting his deepest, darkest secret. But I can tell trash when I see it, and this stuff was trash with a capital T. You know what I mean? Charlotte was starting to feel just a little offended. He obviously didn't think that Charlotte was terribly bright. And while it was true that Delilah Winters was trash, it wasn't that bad, really. If you read it without any great expectations, of course. She looked at Harry and shrugged. I guess so. I've never read any of those books. Of course, you're a lady of taste, I can tell. So, she was a fan of trashy novels. How does that explain your behavior? I'm getting to that. Delilah is this redhead, this pulp fiction writer who is secretly writing a great novel. I mean, really, aren't we all? Anyway, she has all of these pointless adventures and then uses them for this great novel that she's writing. It's all pretty lame, but I think that to someone like Charlotte, it was a substitute for a life. Okay, I guess I can see that. But lots of people live through books, or better yet, television and movies. Well, I just wanted to show Charlotte that she didn't have to just read about those adventures. She could live them. If she wanted to, of course. Maybe she just liked imagining the adventures without the risk. You know, safety in your routine. Maybe, Harry paused. But I wanted to help her. I wanted to give her the chance. My intentions were purely honorable. Charlotte reached out and slapped his wrist. For God's sake, stop that! Now what did you do exactly? Charlotte sensed that she was running out of time. I left her a red wig. The kind that would make her look like Delilah Winters. Charlotte coughed into her hand to hide her shock. You did what? I left a red wig on the Delilah Winters books for her to find so that she could be Delilah Winters, if she wanted to be Delilah Winters. And did she take it? I think so. He sat back and smiled. It was a good thing to do, right? It was a strange thing to do, Harry. Charlotte gave him a long, hard look. You need to get some help, professional help. I've done that. It doesn't seem to change anything for me. Then I suggest you try someone else. Charlotte got up to leave. Harry grabbed her arm. Wait, he pleaded, there's more. Charlotte tensed her arm. I saw her today. Charlotte pulled her arm away. With the wig on, in the bus, I saw her, he pleaded. Charlotte sat down. Are you sure? Harry nodded. I saw her on the bus, but she got away. Then I saw her on television in connection with a bank robbery. Harry buried his head in his hands. 
What do I do? I didn't know she would become a criminal. I thought I could meet her again at the art gallery or something. Have a chat. That's where she got off, you know. What should I do? I never meant to go this way, honestly. His words trailed off into tears, and he was blubbering. Look at me. Charlotte's voice was steady and stern. You just leave that girl alone. That's what you do. Just leave her alone. I can't go to the police. Harry was still blubbering. Did you hear me? Harry looked up tearfully and nodded. Just leave her alone. I'll try. And you can't go to the police anyway. They'll only lock you up. They'll only lock me up. Harry repeated like a child learning his lines. He looked up at Charlotte and smiled. Thank you. Thank you so much. Charlotte got up to leave. I have to go now. But will I ever see you again? Not likely, Charlotte hesitated. On second thought, I may be back here again soon, at around the same time. It's very difficult to say. She opened her purse and put some money on the table before leaving. Harry sat, immobile, tears running down his face.